Welcome to the Innovate for Impact podcast. This podcast is for leaders in the social sector like you who want to make a difference. Each episode is packed with practical ideas on how you can be more innovative and create an even bigger social impact. We share our ideas on what you can do and also speak to leaders from the sector to share best practice. So let's get into it and let's talk impact. Welcome to the Innovate for Impact podcast. You with Tracy Newman. As always, I'm joined by my good friend, Dan Bentley. And today I'm really excited about what we're going to talk to you all about today because it's one of my favorite things. And it feels like that's one of the things that I say every single week when we're talking about things. But today really is one of my favorites because it's all about implementation which for me is one of the most important parts of innovation. So right up until you start to implement your great ideas, they're really just ideas. Whereas when you implement them, that's when you get to see some of the benefits from all of the great work that you've done up until then. So do you want to sort of share with us all a little bit more about what that looks like? Yeah, I think one of the things that we've found with innovation is that the best organisations are the ones that deliver. There's no shortage of good ideas out there, but the organizations that are really impactful are the ones that deliver because until you deliver, then you don't have any impact because all you have is a concept like Tracy was saying earlier. So what we're kind of talking about here is about what are the best ways to do that? And one of the things that we've found through our experience is that breaking things down into smaller chunks makes a really big difference. When you've got huge projects that go over a year or multiple years and they sort of seem like they take forever, then often they actually do take forever. That's right. Yes. And there's all those other things that can happen along the way. It's like that famous saying, you know, how do you eat an elephant? Well, we don't really want to eat an elephant. So I like to change that to how do you feed an elephant? And the answer is really, you know, one bite at a time. So if you break something down that can feel really large into smaller, more manageable pieces, you then get to be able to execute those well. So one of the ways that we find works for us to do that is to break things down into sort of 12 weeks. So that kind of corresponds really nicely with our calendar because you then get instead of one big year that you can have lots of opportunities for things to go well in or things to go not so well in, you actually break that down into 12 weeks. We actually got this concept from the book, which is called the 12-week year. And we found that it works really well for us when we're looking at what we want to do within our organization. But there are many different ways that you can break things down into smaller chunks. That's just one of the ways that works well for us, right? Yeah. And in other places, these are called sprints. That's another common concept. And it is about, like we said earlier, just sort of ring fencing the activity and sort of saying, we've got this shorter time frame to do it and get it done. And the theory behind it is, is that if you give people a, a, or even yourself just a large amount of time, what they often found when they did the research for that particular book was that it was almost like sales outcomes in organizations were always best in the last quarter of the year. Projects always really delivered much more in the final month or the final weeks of that project. And so they often thought, well, why is that? And what was understood from that research is that people just find it really hard to stay focused for really, really long periods of time. And what this does when we break it down into these these three months or whatever that might be sort of timeframes is it enables us to stay focused 
on that for the whole time because that three-month period is a, a hell of a lot easier for us to do that. And what we also want to do within that time is have several smaller chunks sitting within that small chunk so then you can really sort of tick those things off and keep that momentum going. That's what's really important about this particular thing. It is about a focus and it is about keeping it to a point where you can see your progress faster rather than waiting for super long periods of time where you you know, you know, might feel like, oh, we're sort of not getting anywhere for a long time and so then we don't keep that momentum up. That's right because when you've got a large period of time, you set your expectations in terms of what you're going to deliver equally as large. But knowing that most of the impact happens right towards that end time um, means that by breaking it down into those manageable sections, that's really helpful. And really breaking down the thing that you're out to achieve. Like sometimes you can actually just gain momentum through doing something. And so breaking down what you're looking to do into those really small manageable pieces then takes something that looks quite overwhelming and and really makes it very suitable and very manageable so that it goes from being, oh, wow, like that's huge, I'm never going to get there, to, oh, okay, well, I can do that. I can do that one thing and then I can do that one next thing. And it really helps in terms of that motivation. So, yes, it helps in terms of being focused, but it also helps in terms of being motivated when sometimes things are really tricky when you're implementing things and there are different emotional states that people need to go through. So, really bringing that down to being just focusing on that next set really helps. Are you looking for innovative ways for your organisation to deliver more impact? Take our online assessment and receive a customised report in your inbox that highlights exactly what to do next. It takes only five minutes to fill out and it's completely free. Visit impactoconsulting.com.au slash self-assessment. And I think another core concept that's part of this particular 12-week year sprint type concept is that it is also about celebrating like it was the end of the project or it was like it was the end of the year when you do hit that 12-week milestone. And that's super important because otherwise it is a really long time between drinks. (laughs) If you are, you know, running this over two years, you know, by delivering a piece of it, We need to almost treat that like we've delivered all of it. And obviously, we know we haven't and we know that there's more work to do. But by taking that time out, it really is another one of those things that keeps us focused, keeps us motivated, keeps that energy high and then enables us to reset. And when we do this activity in Impacto Consulting in our own business, one of the things that we also do as well is we make sure we reset ourselves after each one of these quarters. So, we do take some time out to celebrate. It's often in person as well and we'll go out and we'll have some sort of event, like some sort of a team building thing, or we'll go out for a dinner or have some drinks or maybe all of the above. And that enables us to really sort of like uh, reflect on that time, talk about what went well, etc. But then we also do a whole heap of activities as well to help us to reset ourselves. And some of those things may seem really small, but they make a huge difference. And so I'll give you an example. We'll sometimes just make sure that we'll like tidy up all of the actions and make sure that that for the next quarter, they're still relevant. And we go through and just like do a bit of a review. And then we might do things as well, like yeah, clean up all the files and all the documents that we've gotten and rationalize them to make sure that everything's clean and not crowded and we don't have too much duplication. So it's hard to find things. And we just really reset ourselves so that for that next quarter, that next sprint, we're really running optimally because projects that go on for a long time can start to get really, really messy. 
when they keep on just sort of rolling on and rolling on, we don't often take that time to step back and look at are we really sharp and are we really focused for this next period? Because if we do that, then we're much more likely to stay focused and do a really, really good job. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because when we talk about taking that time to celebrate along the way, I know myself previously, I've always had this like looking to what's next. And that was feedback that I was given as a leader. Like it feels like what we've done is never enough. And we've reached these milestones and then it's the next thing. And it feels like yeah, whatever we do isn't good enough. And it's so interesting because sometimes when I talk to people about making sure that they are taking those time out to celebrate those wins, there's often that mindset of, oh, but, you know, if we celebrate before we've finally finished, does that mean people will take their foot off the accelerator, so to speak? But in reality, it works in reverse. That's the energizer and the nourishment because you're really taking time to acknowledge your progress and it's often the gap between where you are and where you want to get to that can be quite challenging whereas when you acknowledge your progress and you take that time out to celebrate the wins along the way that actually is what gives you the energy to keep going yeah I just find it really interesting that sometimes the very thing that people are looking to avoid is what their behavior encourages as opposed to being revitalized and re-energized from that celebration. That's so true. Yeah. So today we've talked all about, I guess, the benefits of implementation and how to be able to do that through breaking things down into small pieces so that people can be focused and really implement well. So by making sure that you stay focused the whole time, breaking the work down into those manageable pieces and celebrating success along the way, we're able to take all of those great ideas and creativity and really create that impact that we're looking to create in the world. So that's us for today. Thanks so much, Dan. Thanks. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Innovate for Impact podcast. Any links to what we spoke about today will be posted in the show notes. If you'd like to know more about social innovation, visit our website where we have a heap of tools to help you on your way. Visit impactoconsulting.com.au. Thanks for listening. Now go out there and make an impact.